The sun hadn't risen yet. The desert was quiet, save for a few small animals darting into the bushes at his passing. The path was crudely foraged, and he had seen better. However, in the field, paths weren't clearly marked. They didn't have defined borders. In fact, most of the time in the field, there usually wasn't a path. Murph was finally able to see the cloud of dust that followed him as he trudged up an incline. He had kept a steady pace for the past ten miles, but he was only halfway through his daily run. As he crested the small hill, he could see traces of daylight on the eastern African horizon. His pace quickened as he continued downhill. This was the perfect time for a perfect run. He smiled as he thought about another day of training with his teammates. He came up with strategies he would implement for his team during a close quarters battle exercise at 1300. His mind wandered back to Summers home from college, working as a lifeguard. Back to... A sudden rush of footsteps jerked Murph's senses back to the moment. This was no rodent or meerkat. It sounded like a dog-sized animal about 30 yards behind him, and it was coming fast. He instantly looked to his six as he quickened his pace. There in the distance, an unknown animal followed him. It was still in the shadows, so he couldn't make it out. Its head was low to the ground as it picked up his scent. He was already headed back to base, but he still had ten or so miles to go. Could he outrun this animal? The African bush was nothing like a state park on Long Island. Here, dangerous predators roamed about. In the bush, humans were no longer at the top of the food chain. Murph doubled his speed as he heard the unmistakable vocalization of a hyena. This podcast is about heroes in the military and law enforcement. Some gave their service for America and served in the armed forces. Some have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom, and others protected the local community and died in the line of duty. Our lives would be a whole lot different if it weren't for the hard work and sacrifice of these brave men and women. They could have gone on to live lives that were less dangerous. However, they dedicated themselves to your protection. If you ever have the pleasure of talking to one of them, they'll tell you, I'm not a hero, but I have the honor of walking beside a few. Others will say, the real heroes are those who didn't make it back home. This episode is dedicated to U.S. Navy Lieutenant Michael Murphy, SEAL, Afghanistan War. Michael Patrick Murphy was a team leader for SEAL Delivery Vehicle Team 1. Mike Murphy was born on May 7, 1976, in Smithtown, New York, to Irish-American parents Maureen and Daniel Murphy. His father was a Vietnam War vet and was a former assistant Suffolk County District Attorney. Murphy was raised in Patchogue. He attended Saxton Middle School, where he played youth soccer and peewee football, with his father as a coach. In high school, he continued playing sports and took a summer job as a lifeguard at the Brookhaven Town Beach in Lake Rinconcoma. He returned to the job every summer throughout his college years. Mike Murphy was known to his friends as Murph, and he was known as the protector in his high school years. In eighth grade, he protected a special needs child who was being shoved into a locker by a group of boys. He also protected a homeless man who was being attacked while collecting cans. He chased away the attackers and helped the man pick up his cans. In 1994, Murph the Protector graduated from Patchogue Medford High School and left home to attend Penn State, where he graduated in 1998 with a double major bachelor's degree in political science and psychology. 
After graduation, Murphy was accepted into several law schools, but decided instead to attend SEAL mentoring sessions at the United States Merchant Marine Academy. In December 2000, he accepted an appointment to the U.S. Navy Officer Candidate School in Pensacola, Florida. On December 13th of that year, he was commissioned as an ensign in the Navy, and in January 2001, he began basic underwater demolition SEAL, or BUDS, training in Coronado, California eventually graduating with Class 236. Upon graduation from BUDS, he attended the U.S. Army Airborne School SEAL Qualification Training in SEAL Delivery Vehicle SDV School. Murph earned his SEAL Trident and checked on board SDV Team 1 in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii in July 2002. In October of the same year, he deployed with Foxtrot Platoon to Jordan as a liaison officer for Exercise Early Victor. Following his tour with SDV Team 1, Murphy was assigned to Special Operations Command Central in Florida and deployed to Qatar in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom. After returning from Qatar, he was deployed to Djibouti in Eastern Africa to assist the operational planning for future SDV missions. The war in Afghanistan began on October 7, 2001 with the response of the U.S. and the U.K. to the September 11th attacks. In early 2005, Murphy was assigned to SEAL Delivery Vehicle Team 1 as officer in charge of Alpha Platoon and deployed to Afghanistan in support of Operation Enduring Freedom. After a short deployment, he planned to go home and marry his fiancée, Heather, in November. Operation Red Wings was a counterinsurgent mission in Kunar Province, Afghanistan. Murphy led the four-man reconnaissance team that included Matthew Axelson, Danny Dietz, and Marcus Luttrell on a mission to capture or kill a top-ranking Taliban leader who commanded a group of insurgents. After an initially successful infiltration, local goat herders stumbled upon the SEAL's hiding place. Unable to verify any hostile intent from the herders, the team cut them loose. Hostile locals, possibly the goat herders they let go, alerted nearby Taliban forces, who then surrounded and attacked the four SEALs. Lieutenant Murphy was killed after exposing himself to enemy fire and knowingly leaving his position of cover to get a clear signal in order to communicate with his headquarters. He provided his unit's location and requested immediate support for his element and then returned to his position to continue fighting until he died of his wounds. After Murphy called for help, an MH-47 Chinook helicopter loaded with reinforcements was dispatched to rescue the team but was shot down by the enemy killing all 16 personnel aboard, eight SEALs, and eight service members of the 160th SOAR Night Stalkers. Dietz and Axelson were also killed in action later. Luttrell was the only survivor and was eventually rescued after several days of wandering the mountains and being protected by locals in an Afghan village. All three of Murphy's men were awarded the Navy's second highest honor, the Navy Cross for their part in the battle, making theirs the most decorated Navy SEAL team in history. On July 4, 2005, Murphy's remains were found by a group of U.S. soldiers during a combat search and rescue operation and returned to the U.S. Nine days later, on July 13th, Murphy was buried at Calverton National Cemetery in Calverton, New York, near his home of Patchogue. During his military career, Lieutenant Murphy received 10 different military decorations, including the Medal of Honor, Silver Star, Purple Heart, Joint Service Commendation Medal, and Navy Commendation Medal. Since his death, a post office in his hometown, a park, and a guided missile destroyer, the USS Michael Murphy, have been named in his honor.
A Bud's classmate inspired by Michael's toughness and determination wrote, I remember you with your stress fractures post Hell Week and limping around with your iron will. Those thoughts will never leave my mind and further commit myself to our country's undying cause of freedom. Another time, a personal friend recalled, We always knew he was a tough SOB, but he was so nice. At the end of his radio transmission for help in the desolate Hindu Kush mountains, despite his severe wounds and dire situation, Murphy, ever the officer and gentleman, concluded with these words. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Remember My Name podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, please contact me at RememberMyNamePodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at RememberMyNamePodcast and Twitter at RMNPodcast. So take a moment and remember this name, Michael Murphy. Michael Murphy.